Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Behind Dombi, I'm a mother to a 13-year-old boy. I have never seen such stubbornness and I see myself killing this child. I wonder if there's a way to get help to part with him. I lost everything when I went through difficulties and he said he will never respect me because I don't have a house. He calls me by my name and says he sees no need to call me mama. He is spot on school-wise. He just told me I buy him Hong Kong clothes. I'm very sure I'm doing all parental responsibilities where I can. Seeing as he doesn't appreciate me, I feel it's better we part ways. As it stands, the landlord is evicting us at the end of the month because of his behavior. When I reprimand him, he makes noise which annoys the landlord who has tried to intervene on several occasions to help without success. He recently swore at me with my private part. I don't like this child anymore. In December, he was sick and I wished he had died. But because I was respecting my landlord, who was supportive throughout the process, I had to cooperate with her. We live on arguments. Doing chores is an issue all the time. So I'm choosing to stay at my rental place and part with him. I can't go staying all over the place because of this child. I know it will I know it will be said he's a child, but what do I do when a child isn't behaving like a child? I'm carrying the pain of my daughter who went missing at four years of age in 2010 and their father who can kill me at the, at, um, at the moment he knows of my whereabouts. I therefore don't have the energy to fight this child anymore. If I don't get help, I will have to make a plan to disappear so that when he comes back from school, he doesn't find me anymore. He is a plane. Mama Claudine, you're live on Radio 2000. Yo. How are you, Mama? I'm good and you? I'm good, but yo, what a painful letter, hi. When, Mama, when, when, when someone gives you the dark side of parenting, not the rosy, hey, my child is amazing, passing at school. Uh, this yo. is what people don't talk about. Yeah, but to Anonymous, Anonymous, your letter is very painful, I must say. I wonder if your son is expressing a general frustration or is he being deliberately hateful or abusive? I don't know where to put him. But let's talk a bit about this adolescence because you hear parents saying, oh, adolescence, oh, adolescence. All right, Mama Claudine, we're going to have to cut you there for a second because the line is terrible. We're going to go for a short ad break because we want to hear Mama clearly. So I was saying the adolescent age will forever be noticeable, even though not all adolescents have drama. A clear distinction has to be made between a child that's out of hand, Mm. you know, by calling you names like this boy. And the one that's just expressing frustration. You know, they express it, they might leave the room when there's an, a disagreement. And it shows that you still have authority as a parent when a child does that. Mm. But the one that calls you names is another story. Name calling is tantamount to abuse. Worse if he, he does it in front of other people. He therefore needs to be held accountable, particularly that he even swears at you, Anonymous. So parents have a right 
to expect compliance from children who are living in their house. Naturally, adolescents develop a need for independence. This is a natural milestone. They develop, they need independence, and they need this milestone because they are going towards maturity. So the conflict arises when a parent expects compliance at the same time. So if there's no compliance, the parent feels disrespected and personalizes the feeling. For example, a child is late for a curfew and the parent says, why are you late? Mm. The child mumbles some excuse. You know, when they are guilty, they just mumble. And the parent says, why didn't you call? Which is normal. The child says, I didn't want to be embarrassed in front of my friends. So we realize that there's always the need to want to fit in. And the parent says, this Friday, you're not going out. You have to take more responsibility to be on time and to call if you're going to be late. This is reasonable. But what do we as parents say often? You know your curfew, but still arrive at this time. You have no right of disrespecting me this way. Do you hear the personalization? Mm, mm. This removes the responsibility from the child. And we take the behavior personally. We're not addressing the behavior now. We're addressing how we look at each other. The truth is, other parents are going through a similar conflict. It's how we handle it that makes a difference. So in your case, Anonymous, your son is exhibiting repressed anger and hatred. I don't know what else to call it. And it will be interesting to get to the root of the cause, but your relationship is very toxic. You didn't explain much about the circumstances surrounding his father. Could he be blaming you for your separation? We don't know. And your daughter went missing the same year your son was born. I don't know if it was shortly before or after, but it is possible he has been grieving with you. It's just that he can't articulate the loss. I see. We know that children feel emotion when they are not yet born. Mm. I'm just guessing. I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm scratching for reasons. Yeah. But his being spot on at school might mean he hides behind academics to mask the real issue. I'm not sure. Just like the label he wants to wear. It, 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 this might be an outward adornment to fix the pain inside, particularly if you did not teach him labor. The way you are explaining, mm. you've been paying for the need. You couldn't have taught him labor. Also, who are his friends? Evil company corrupts good manners. When a child just flips on you, Ask yourself, who are the friends lately? Mm. So, um, can you hear them, Tombi? Yes, I can. Loud and clear, Mama. Oh, okay. Yes. So, Anonymous, you've been caring a lot. And 
carrying it alone, I presume. An abusive relationship with the father of your children, loss of a child without closure, because you said she went missing. You didn't say she has been found or buried. Mm. And now an abusive son. Mm. You might have been too tired to call your son to order. Whilst this, you know, this attitude was growing. Because we we, we call it caregiver burnout. You do get burned out when you are the sole caregiver. But as you rightly put it, you need distance between the two of you. Please go seek, seek social work services near you. Your son needs to be kept in a place of safety whilst both of you receive therapy. I don't know, it might be individual or together, but it will be up to the practitioner. But please, get therapy to deal with these multiple losses of yours and whatever your son is going through. You are still legally responsible for him in terms of age. Mm. So leave him in the hands of the law. Hence, I'm suggesting social workers and good luck, Anonymous. So to our listeners, I want to say, please let us realize that homes are not run the same. Children will now and then express frustration. Parents react differently to situations. The bottom line is, children know the rule in their own home. Mm. When they show frustration, it's not a challenge to your authority, but an expression of frustration about that authority. Open communication often sets the record straight and nip it in the bud. A child can just say something too big and you're like, Oh, wow. Nip it there and there, particularly if it's ghastly. Mm. Similarly, disrespect has to be dealt with. Let children understand the relationship that exists among responsibility, accountability, and consequences in action. It goes something like, you are responsible to behave a certain way. Mm. I'm going to hold you accountable for your behavior and there will be consequences if you don't take responsibility for it. And please, parents, follow up with the consequences. Otherwise, you're teaching the child that there are no consequences. If you have promised, follow through with that consequence. And respect begins at home. You don't tell your children, do as I say, but it's do as I do. So respect them too. They should not be allowed to set their own rules when they found how far they can stretch their parents. Children will always do that. They they, they move boundaries. So I'll say, generally speaking, don't take it personally. Be prepared. If it happened once, it might happen again. That's why I say nip it in the bud. State your limit and walk away. Don't engage. State your limit. It's 5 p.m. Don't say 5 to 5. But no, no, no. State and walk away. Avoid a power struggle. Remain a parent here because if you go into a power struggle with the child, they might outwit you. 
and be determined to start doing things differently the correct way. I hear you. If you have found yourself not to be doing it right and be a teacher and a coach, charity begins at home. We never stop teaching however old our children are. So I'll say to Anonymous, Anonymous, please seek that therapy and good luck. I'm so sorry for what Mm. you have gone through. I hope the therapist will be able to help you. Go back into that grieving period. Maybe you haven't grieved for your child, and I'm not saying the child is no more, but you're grieving the loss. And the loss of the relationship with the father, the loss of the relationship with with this boy Mm. in particular. Yeah, I will leave it there. And good luck, Anonima. Contact details for those people maybe perhaps that want to sit down with you because they're also struggling with parenting. They're yes. struggling with their 13-year-old. They're struggling with their 16-year-old. Where can they get a yes. hold of you, Mama, so that you can help them? Yes. The contact details, call Mosa uh-huh. on 082-319-6367. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. This is for Mama. counseling, even premarital counseling. Wonderful, Mama. 082-319- Six three six seven. All right, Mama. Thank you so much. We'll connect Thank with you, you so again much, on Monday. Me. Thank you. There you go. That's Meg Claudine. She gives counseling to parents, to couples, you name it. And you can uh, book an appointment with Meg Claudine on this number 082-319-6367. That's 082-319-6367. Radio 2000 Podcast.